Welcome to Word from the Mountaintop, a weekly inspirational podcast brought to you from the Mountain Luther Parish. Today's Word of the Lord will be shared by Pastor Jason or Pastor Jess Felici. Jesus said, Very truly I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way is a thief and abandoned. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. What he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. This is the gospel of our Lord. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Earlier this month, in some parks farms, and yards in the United Kingdom, British sheep have been experiencing a new sense of freedom. Even as parks and open spaces are shut down due due to the coronavirus and people are secluded in their homes, the sheep have taken to roaming about the newly open spaces. But rather than wandering aimlessly through the fields, it seems, the sheep have been seeking out children's playgrounds and have begun wait for it, to play. It appears their favorite activity is to take turns riding the roundabout. Now, in playing on a roundabout, a group of children typically sits on the base while others spin the wheel. And after a while, others get to sit on the base while others do the spinning. It appears that the sheep are smarter than we thought. In a 40-acre farm park near Monmouthshire, a flock of sheep were spotted pushing each other on the play area roundabout. And after that, other sheep too were seen playing on a playground roundabout in another town of Preston and still more in, more in someone's backyard. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, this certainly redefines what it means to be a sheep. This week's scriptures are all about sheep. Both the Hebrew scriptures and the gospels refer to God's people and the followers of Jesus as sheep. In the past, sheep were referred to as rather unintelligent animals that wander aimlessly away if the shepherd is not there to guide them. Think about all the sermons that you've heard, maybe even a couple from Pastor Jess and myself, recalling the follies and foibles of sheep 
and that's probably putting it nicely. Yet it seems, given the opportunity, sheep would rather play organized games than simply wander aimlessly through fields. They apparently have a sense of community, a passion for assisting each other, and definitely a zeal for fun. Should we be surprised? The human spirit, too, has a natural inclination for making the best of new situations and predicaments, for making fun out of fumes. All you have to do is look at the television and the internet right now to see the amazing creativity and innovation that's been sparked by our coronavirus seclusion. Just this past week, Pastor Jess and I watched a TV show that was filmed and edited entirely during this pandemic. The producers sent the actors iPhones, a little microphone, and a camera stand. And the editors edited the videos from home, and they aired it on a national TV network as a fundraiser for Feeding America. They were able to put this entire episode together in two to three weeks. Think about the amount of people these past seven or eight weeks that have heard the gospel in a new way on Facebook, YouTube, even here over the phone. We will not be held down. We will always find a roundabout way to do anything that we desire to do. Now, one of the things I've learned these past seven weeks is how much our attitude and our experience is affected by our perspective. For example, sometimes I would think or hear others say, I am locked up in this house with nothing to do and nowhere to go. Now, I understand the nowhere to go part, but I have to be honest that there's always something to do. Especially with kids bouncing off the walls. But I know that those feelings are justified. I mean, think about our favorite places are closed. The nursing home is unable to receive visitors. In-person church has been canceled. I get it. We're feeling a lot of feelings. But then someone encouraged me to rethink it. What if when it felt like the walls were closing in, I thought instead, here I am, safe and secure in my warm house with running water and working electric. Well, when you say it that way, it does sound more like a blessing, even when the circumstances around it aren't necessarily the best. This Good Shepherd Sunday, we explore a different perspective. Jesus is depicted so often in art or in our minds as the shepherd on this particular Sunday. But the Gospel of John actually gives us a different perspective Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. I have to be honest, I have yet to see a painting of Jesus as a gate. Pastor Jess, you're the art person. Is there a painting of Jesus as the gate? I don't know. Okay, well, I'm sure there might be one out there, but let's be honest, it's not that popular. (laughs) But think about what Jesus is doing here. A shepherd guides the sheep, guards them to the best of his or her ability as they move about. 
It's a noble enterprise, but one that is a nomadic existence with little protection and certainly not a 100% track record of sheep protection from thieves, bandits, or coyotes. But Jesus is not only the shepherd, he's the gate for the sheep. The gate. Well, that, that certainly is a different perspective, right? A gate implies that there's a defined pasture, that there is fencing, protection, a sense of a particular place set apart. And the gate opens and the sheep are saved and invited to go out and to find pasture. The thieves come to try and steal and destroy, but Jesus comes that the sheep may have life and have life abundantly. We have eternal life thanks to the gate. And that gate was opened for us in Jesus' death and resurrection. And through believing, we enter into this glorious pasture. We do well to remember that Jesus is the gate, not me, not you. It is not our actions that open or close the gate, but it is Jesus's. And Jesus comes that we might have life and have it abundantly. And I think that this perspective can help us in our earthly journey right now, in this particular maybe even peculiar time. Our homes have become for us a safe pasture where when we stay at home, when we self-isolate, it's literally a place where the thief, the invisible enemy, cannot steal or destroy. And as much as we want to get out and be on the go, we are blessed to have a home, a safe place, And it makes me think about all the people here in our own country and many more in other countries that do not have that safe place and how important it is to remember them, especially during this time, and to give of ourselves so that they might have a place to lay their heads and to have warmth, maybe through one of our quilts, through Lutheran Moral Relief, or to have food, through the work of world hunger and others. Maybe you saw on the news a couple of weeks ago, I believe it was the United Way or another organization that was building portable hand washing stations. Something that I hadn't thought about, but they did that so that the homeless had a place to wash their hands so that the virus wouldn't spread among the homeless population in that city. These are things that we take for granted, shelter, supplies, safety. But these are things that truly give life to us and to others. When Jesus was speaking in this gospel passage, at first, the people who were listening did not understand. So Jesus made it plain for them. I am the gate, he said. In this time, when things are confusing, when all kinds of messages are coming at us, when we are distracted, let us center ourselves on the chief promise of our faith and share that with others. Jesus is the gate, and through him, we and all who believe have eternal life.
And Jesus has come to save us so that we may have life abundantly. And whenever we are lost or confused or misled, Jesus will come and shepherd us back to that pasture that he has prepared for us. Thanks be to God. Amen.